I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That's right. We're back. It's another episode of the Zone Boxing Show podcast. I don't know what number this is, Barack. I don't know. Is it? If I had to to guess, I would say this is episode number 13. 14? No, I don't think it's less? been that many. I think it's 10? less than that. Maybe I 10? Think I think it's less than that. But w- w- look at your paycheck. What do you get? Like $4 an hour? Look at your paycheck. $3.50 then- an hour. So, but um, and nevertheless, this is a time for me where I reflect on uh, cracking the mic, as I always say, and I enjoy it because my feet are kicked up. So I'm excited to be here. A lot to talk about, Barack. A lot to talk about in the sport because the sport is busy. I believe like last year we had a whole bunch of big fights mid-year and then it kind of winded down towards the end of the year. We didn't have a bunch of big fights. We had back-to-back big fights mid-year. And now it's like we looking for those big fights again. One of the first fights is Ryan Garcia and and Tank Davis. Well, we saw Tank Davis uh, fight last week, big performance, uh, stoppage victory. But mm-hmm. he also went back and forth on on social media and within interviews and you know throwing shots at Devin Haney and Shakur Stevenson, right. which we will have on the show. And I think I'm, I'm ready to talk to him right now, Barack, because I need questions answered. Let's do it. Let's do it. And he's also the guy that you said this year you're going to see him touching belts no in a 35-pound division. So I'd like to see that. No doubt. All right, let's get to it. What's up, Jack? What's good? What's good, Welcome. y'all? What's good? Welcome to the show. You know, even though you haven't even stepped foot in the ring as a lightweight yet, you still, the you know, in all of the conversations when it comes to all of the lightweights fighting. And I was in D.C. this past weekend to see Javante Davis versus Garcia. Now, going into that fight before the fight, Shakur, uh, did you expect Javante to perform better than that, or did the fight play out like you expected? Was Garcia better than you expected? What was your overall assessment after the fight? Man, I thought that um the fight went exactly how I expected. Um, I actually thought he was gonna get him out of there sooner, but um, nah, I thought Garcia was exactly what I expected. Um, Tank is good at like getting inside of his range, his distance, and. Once he cut the distance short, um, Garcia don't know enough to to um, stop what he was doing. There. Um, he didn't pick his right hand up at all once uh, Tate got in uh, range. You know, he kind of pe- left it down. A lot of people were saying that he was getting hit a little too much. There was exchanges where Garcia landed a lot of shots. Is that normal, though, for you? Uh, does Tank get hit as much as he did uh, this past Saturday? Yeah, he don't care about getting hit. He don't, he don't care. <laughs> like, he don't have no concern. I think he, uh, like, in his brain, he feel like he could take anybody's punch in. So far, it's been holding up. So, Do you uh, think he, he should really... do that? Do you think it's safe to do that against Ryan Garcia? I mean, no, I don't think so. I think that Ryan is a good puncher, but I doubt that he's going to just uh, walk forward and uh, take any punches against Ryan Garcia. I think he's a smart fighter. 
you want to adjust. Right. He showed against Roley, too, that, you know, if a puncher punches really hard, then he's going to avoid those shots. He's not going to get hit. He's a good boxer. Now, uh, you, you put out some stuff about uh, Tank, about Javante Davis, and he responded. I heard in one clip him saying that, uh, you know, you said something about, yeah, let him sign a contract. You're willing to fight anybody. He's like, man, he can't tell me what to do. In other words, I'm the boss. These guys just started getting it now. They just started getting a little money. They just started accomplishing things. I've been doing it. They're not sending me nothing. Pretty much, I'm the one that's going to be making the offers. What's your response to that? I mean, it's true. I mean, I, I believe him. Um, uh, he's probably right. Uh, I ain't taking nothing away from him as long as I get my chance and my opportunity. Damn. That's all I care for. So if I got to take the back seat, um, he top dog. He just put 20000 in the stadium right now. Um, you know, I'm catching up slowly, but, you know, it's his time right now. So whenever I get my chance, however I got to take it, I'm going to take yeah. it. You're definitely catching up. So, I mean, maybe not even slowly because you're kind of catching up quickly because you're in everybody's conversation, like Ox said. So because of that, because you're already on that brink of being a superstar, is Joe Cordina even in your mind anymore? Only thing, only reason why he kind of in my mind because he keep mentioning my name. So uh, I'll be, right. I told I'm down to fight him. I think he's a good fighter. I can't take nothing okay. away from that dude, but. Uh, he know this this smoke a little bit different. He knocking out them dudes, and I guess he really hyped about it. But on um, this smoke a little bit different. He know he know what it is, so he can sit there and keep saying what he got it, where everything he keeps saying. But um, we could we could fight at the end of the day. And I'm ready right now. He was saying something about wait until he get his title back, and I'm not fighting at 130. So what I'm what are we waiting for you to get your title back? We both free, right? Yeah, but, but, <laughs> hey, I, I got to jump back to this card before we get into some more talk about about your weight class. Uh, Boots Ennis fought this past weekend, and being in the arena on the floor there, I'm hearing whispers around, and people are saying, "See, I knew he wasn't ready. Oh, he can't fight." I mean, the fans wait when they're used to seeing you knock people out, and you don't automatically they they deem you as, "Oh, you know, you're not as good as people say." Are you after watching that performance? What did you get from Boots? Is he ready for uh, Bud? Is he ready for Arrow? I mean, um, that's a difficult question. Uh, I would like to see him against. Um, I, I would rather see Earl and Bud fight right now. But yeah. after watching that performance, like I'm not no critic that's going to say he's not the truth. Um, anybody with two eyes could see that Boots is the truth. Right. Um, I think that what we got to see that people need to really pay attention to is his power transition from one to 12. Um, mm -hmm. Even if you watch from the last rounds, he still was throwing bombs. So yeah. um, that's something to be worried about if uh, anybody in the 147 division. That's um, a good he thing. Stood you up could be and, fighting at that pace or, or every round. <laughs> and he stood up the entire time. He never took a, a seat on the stool. Um, so just seeing how much shape he in, uh, he's a dangerous fighter for anybody. Uh, that's something I took I away from that fight. Yeah. All right, so you've been on a hunt, man. Everybody's turning you down. You that boogeyman, it seems. Has anybody, you know, going for that bait a little bit? Do you have any names, any kind of updates at 135? I mean, right now, we're just going down the list of the WBC. I like that money green belt, so yeah. that's the one that I've been kind of attacking. But – um. I think it's the uh, – I forgot his name. He's, like, number six because uh, the other ones don't want to fight. So, we're going to – I think he's, like, number six. His name like, Yoshani. Yoshani. He beat – he actually stopped um, the Naka, Nakatani dude. 
Yes, yes. faster than uh Lemachenko did. He stopped him in five rounds, actually. I like the way you casually say because these other guys don't want to fight me. So, 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 how does that process go, Shakur? Like in terms of you speaking to your manager, I don't know if it's Jay Prince or you talking to uh, Bob. Uh, do they give you a list and say, "Hey, these are your options. Who do you want us to request first? How does that process work of you picking an opponent? This process really worked. Working this way, it's kind of like um, I was sitting at home chilling and the WBC ordered me and Isaac Cruz to fight. <laughs> so once they did that, I mean, uh, that just let me know um, that's the fight that I wanted. That's the, you know, the right, big fight. Right. So at the end of the day. Um, you didn't even have to think about it. They had it there I didn't think you. twice. Like, right. I, yeah, my manager just told me, they was like, yeah. And I say, yeah. But uh, they, they saw I said no. So then. I just, you know, fantasize about having that money green belt again. So, so what, um, what is their excuse though, Shakur? Like a guy like Pitbull, who who's always claiming he'll fight anybody. Uh, what is their excuse for not taking the fight? I think that with them, it was a little bit different. They just, you know, they they on the Al Heyman side. So at the end of the day, um, it's all up to Al if he want them to fight. With the Zapata dude, the Zapata dude was ready to fight. He was actually. Like he wanted to fight. De La Hoya and his promoter, at least from what I'm hearing, I don't know how true it is, but from what I heard, um, I think it was De La Hoya and his promoter. Uh, I mean, his promoter, De La Hoya, didn't want to um, want to fight me yet. Mm. Yeah, they felt like it wasn't the right time. And then, wow. you know, we just went down the list. And then Cambosis said that um, he'd been through a lot in this past year. And um, he done fought the, the best of them. And I think he just needed a break with big fights. Yeah, I could definitely I could definitely see that. That makes sense to me. You know, hard fight with T.O., two losses. You don't need to be fighting no Shakur Stevenson <laughs> right now if I was your manager. You know, all right, so you mentioned Yoshino because Yoshino's the one that just beat Nakatali. So how do you rate him, Yoshino, on a scale of 1 to 10 as a lightweight? I think that we got to rate him off of his performance with um, – Nakatani, um, being that Nakatani fought Tiafimo, went 12 rounds. I think he lost on the majority decision. Uh, I may be wrong, I don't remember. But um, then he fought Lomachenko. He was uh, he ain't do too good with Lomachenko, but no, uh, he ended up getting stopped later on in the fight. Yeah. And then he fought Yoshani and Yosh Yoshino, right. and he stopped them faster than anybody. And he actually uh, really knocked them out or something like that. So. Mm, we know he got power. We know he's tough. Uh, and for him to beat that dude, uh, and he beat on um, Ito. Right, right, right. He, so, we, it let us know that he's solid. Okay, you know, cool. So on a scale of one to ten, what's solid? Six, seven? I mean, yeah, like a like a seven, eight. Okay. You know, you're in a tough position, right? Because these other guys are Ryan is about to fight Tank. David Devin is trying to get the Loma fight, and and the guys underneath that, you know, they don't want that that type of risk fighting you. So how do you get to, to the point where all of those guys say yes? And I'm talking about the top guys, whether it's Devin, Loma, Tank. Um, is it to the, is it to where you're a mandatory number one contender where they can't, they have to vacate or fight you? Is that the only time you think you're going to get a shot? No, nah, I think that um, I, I just got to stay on the course. I feel like the course that I'm going, I'm um, be a pay-per-view superstar. And just stay on the right course. And once you become a pay-per-view superstar, 
Um, all them dudes is gonna be standing in line with their hands out like this. So uh, that's that's what I that's how I look at it. Um, same thing like with with Tank. You know, Tank feel like people just want to fight him. Like it's different for me. Like in my situation, my situation when it comes to him, I just feel like he the best, and I want to fight the best. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people just want to fight on just the get that check. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, get that big check and payday. But I don't, that shit ain't. That don't last. That don't last that long. Like you know, what? Depend on how you do it, but that pay they. Yeah, no. Nah, I mean, you're trying, you, to, you're trying to build a le- you're trying to build a legacy. So way yeah. way past boxing, you still gonna eat off of your legacy alone, like yeah, like a yeah, Mike yeah. Tyson, like like a Floyd yeah. Mayweather. Plus, I like the 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 times with Sugar Ray Leonard and the Roberto Duran and them was getting busy. So um, yes, sir. I just I like that era. That era you cut, was like you a feel like you cut from that cloth, like you cut from that yeah. cloth. Yeah, yeah, I, I just think the same way they think. No doubt. So let, let's say you get these top guys in the WBC, maybe number three, number four. You beat them. You become higher ranked in the WBC. Would you start calling out Devin Haney if he's still the undisputed champ? There's nobody with belts but him. Well, he's been calling I, him out. At I, call, I call Devin out. The thing is, Devin got a situation with Limachenko where they 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 going for that route. And... um. He's going up to 140. Like, I think we all know that he's going to try to move up to uh, 140 after that. So, um, you know, he looked real dead after his last fight with Ken Bosa. So, you can't um, can't pin it all like, on him. Can't, but, can't judge him yeah, on can't that. Blame lot, yeah, can't blame he him, can't but, make um, the weight. He can't make the weight. If, but, the fight, if the fight happens, I would definitely be down for it. Okay. Now, now if he does move up, Shakur, look, obviously, you're, you're chasing legacy belts and all that. What about matchups? Like, like Lomachenko is a guy that people – feel like you and him are probably the, the most technically sound fighters in all the sport. If he, let's say he doesn't have belts, but he's still the name. Are you interested in fights that are big matchups, but not necessarily belts and titles? I mean, I would be interested in it. Um, it's just depending on how you do with Dev. Now he going there exactly. and get smoked. Yeah. We going to know like off rip, you put him in there with me, it's going to be the same thing. Right. Probably nine times out of 10, even worse. So, um, it's all depending on like what he do. If he go in there and give him a good fight and just lose, I I don't see him being dead. But if he go in there and give him a good fight and lose, um, yeah, we could uh, line that up. Right. But if but it's if just he, if a white wash and he's but if not, he beats, but if he surprises you and beats Dev, then that's a huge fight for you. Oh, for sure. I'm I'm standing <laughs> in line. Yeah, let's do it. You feel me? Like I well, think that'd you, be a perfect fight if that happened. But I don't think that's gonna happen. Will you be in attendance uh, when when that fight does get made, Loma and Devin? Would you want to go watch it live? Yeah, I probably do. I probably want to go see it live just to see. Take my notes. What about Ryan Ryan and Tank in April fifteenth? You going to that no, one? I ain't going to no more Tank fights. Oh, oh, no. uh, why is he going to no more Tank? Oh, fights. Too much drama. Too much drama. <laughs> nah, he just he, he be feeling himself. He feel himself a little bit too much. Oh yeah, like can you give me? I mean, can you, are you referring to us? A certain things, uh, things he moment? said about you. Yeah, 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 yeah. He oh, was saying okay. basically he how said I came you. in the locker room and mm-hmm. all that stuff. When all that stuff ain't even happened the way like that a, he like a fan try to act like it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't even hear that. He tried. Oh, he tried to make it seem like that, but it ain't happened mm-hmm. like that. Right. Oh, okay. Right. I respect that. Look, so, I mean, so, I, go ahead. Go ahead. Not good. No, so it might be a little bit personal now. <laughs> when you want to, no, it ain't personal. None of none of this personal at the end of the day. It ain't personal. This is a business. So, um, you know, just waiting, waiting for the time to happen. That's it. 
Okay, so you know how like Bud is like Terrence Crawford is like saying, "All right, if I can't get Spence, I'm gonna move up and fight Jamel Charlo." Uh, what if you can't get the guys at 135? They tied up right now, and out of nowhere, you get a call and say, "Yeah, Josh Taylor, he's staying at 140. You got three belts still. You want to fight? What would you say?" Yeah, I'll fight him. <laughs> I'll fight him. I'll, I'll fight him just because I feel like I could beat him. Right. So but, you would jump you know, up I wouldn't, 140 I right wouldn't jump up there with no, like, nothing just, too crazy right now because at the end of the day, else. I'm still right. not fully grown into that weight. Right. You didn't yeah. even fight at 135 yet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you basically and, and I, I appreciate a, that a honesty. Time. Like, you know, you're saying that you have supreme confidence in yourself, but you know, right. yo, I got to do this gradually, the right way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, at the end of the day, um, I'm human, so... Yeah, you know, just jumping up to one forty right now, just not the not my weight class. I just came from one thirty, so right. Um, I, let I me respect, conquer one thirty five. I respect <laughs> the way Andre Ward did it when he went from one sixty eight, one seventy five. He said, "I'm going to eventually fight Kovalev, but you got to let me fight the Brands, the Smiths, the Barreras, and then I'm gonna fight Kovalev." People don't yeah. even do that, really. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that was respectable. So I respect. Nah, nah, yeah, I will. I will move like that too. That's the that's the right way to move. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I know. And speaking of Ward, you know, I, I know at one point he was co-managing you with Jay. Uh, is he still influential in your life? Do you talk to uh, to Dre at all? No, nah, that's my big brother right there. Um, we talk all the time. I actually, I think, yeah, I don't know if he's probably getting annoyed with me. You know, as I got older, I don't got like a hundred more questions, so I be texting him with like <laughs> a thousand questions a day. And sometimes he replies. Sometimes he. You know, oh, it take a minute to reply, but like I don't know. You send voice notes? How, you, you both use have iPhones? I'm assuming. Yeah, both. You, send, you don't. You don't send voice notes. It's a lot easier than texting. A little long voice note. You hit the button. Do you I don't them? know how to do that. I don't know how to nah, do it. Like nobody that. sends <laughs> voice notes because we argue all, you all you. the time. So I'm talking to him on your side, bro. You know, they, they, everybody's yeah. upset because I don't like texting. I send a long, long no, voice but note. Check it out. Do you remember um, right after uh, Terrence Crawford knocked out his last opponent, um, Avanesen, this guy, in, this guy, Shakur, comes in the dressing room and start asking him questions. Yo, did you, did you, did you flex when you did that? <laughs> oh, you talking about Shakur, yeah. This dude is always on um, learning mode. Like, I can't even yeah, I gotta, fight. I, I got to know everything. I got to learn new Whoa. stuff, man. As I got game. older, yeah, as I got older, it, it didn't like, Everything comes to me like every day, like right. different questions. I'm like, man, I gotta ask. Do, do you ever go? Ask Dre. Do you right, ever go right. back and maybe watch tape of certain fights? Like you mentioned, Sugar Ray. Oh, yeah. We know that 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 Sweet Pea was a guy that sometimes I see a lot of Sweet Pea in you. Do you ever go back and say, let me watch some of this old stuff? Let, let me bring this back. Let me let me retro these moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely go back. I, that's why I watch the most. I feel like the older fighters are more skillful. Than a lot of fighters that I've seen, like in our time, mm. so um, I definitely go back and watch like the Sugar Rays with his feet movement and, and you know, um, his hand speed, the combinations he put together. Uh, I think he was a, he was a bad yeah. too. I think he was mm. he's definitely okay. like on the top three of my like all time list. All time top wow. three, four. Well, let, let me give you sure. some props here on the show because nobody's gonna know this. This is backstage type stuff. You when we was in the back, we was in the back room after Bud's last fight. You said, "Yo, I saw you do my move," and Bud admitted it right there in front of us. He said, "Yeah, that move, I got that from you." 
And that's when you <laughs> throw your hand, you got your, your right hand in their face. And you stab him. Bump, and you yeah, stab yeah, him yeah. Straight, straight when, left to the body. I was seeing Frank yeah. Martin do that the other day as well. And his yeah, beautiful yeah. victory. So I was like, I just want the world to know that the best fighter in the world got a move from Shakur Stevenson, even though Shakur is learning from him and and yeah, Dre yeah. And, and Floyd and a whole bunch of guys. Yeah, he didn't hesitate. He just said, he told me, yeah, I got it from him. <laughs> so where did you get that move from, Cor? I might have got it from watching Floyd. Um, mm. I want to say right. when he fought Zab, he kept blinding his eye. Yes. Instead he shooting him. straight right downstairs. Right. Yeah, you yeah. just you're just doing it from the southpaw stand, so it looks different. Um, yeah, yeah. All right, before you get out of there, Cole, uh, give me, if it was up to you, your next three opponents in the order that you want them in. If it was up to me, like if I they ain't do. got no Yeah, no restrictions, forget about networks, forget about managers, nothing. If you can pick three guys that you want to fight in, in a certain order, who would they be? Limachenko, Devin, and then Tank. Mm. Oh. That's a, that's a hell of a three fights right there. But look, Cole, look, it's always a pleasure. Like I told Barack, man, I see you creeping up that pound for pound list this year, 23. You're going up. And I uh, can't wait to see you in the ring again, man. Thanks, as always, Chet. Appreciate y'all. I'm telling you, Barack, you're definitely going to be moving up that pound for pound list this year in 2023, for sure. Very, very hey, possible. Very possible. Hey, uh, big, big Zone X Series card in Wembley, in the U.K., on the broadcast team, Wade Clemmings, we will be on with us. We're going to talk about some of those fights. Uh, but first, we need to take a little break, right? So just stay put. We'll be right back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. We have on the broadcast team for the Zone X series, Wade Clemens. Welcome. What's up, brother? What's up, guys? How we doing? How we doing? Good. 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 Thank Good. you. Look, thanks for joining us. I know your, your flight is delayed. You're about to hop on yep. a jet and head over yep. there to the UK. Uh, look, what, what was the first? We all know that the, the Dylan uh, Dennis fight was really highly anticipated with KSI. Once he dropped out, what was your first thought? Like, is this dude scared? Uh, is he really injured? Like, what was your first thought? Is he fat? You know, so <laughs> is he fat? Yeah. So that was that was kind of it because I was one of the only guys that kind of got fooled here. There's a lot of people that were like, Dylan's not gonna make it, he's not gonna show, he's gonna pull mm -hmm. out. Dylan had never pulled out of a fight in his life, ever. Right. Wow. And so I was on this this I'm an MMA guy, came from the MMA scene to the boxing scene. I was like, no, this guy's gonna fight. Just you know what I'm saying, he's playing the game, he's doing some mind game stuff. And then my first thought was, oh no, like this guy really was not prepared at all. He did not understand. And it's, it's just, it, it frustrates me, man, the disrespect of a real fighter to pull something like that on that late notice and jeopardize the event really, really frustrated me. But yeah, man, I was shocked. Yeah. Well, well, check this out. I've heard you say that you believe KSI and Jake Paul will happen this year. But when you think about it, KSI has never really fought anyone that he originally tried to fight. In, in in his second go around. And this is him actually trying to prepare for Jake. So since he hasn't done that, 
do you think he'll still have that right mindset to say, okay, I fought these guys. I'll be ready for Jake Paul. Yeah. You know, KSI's mind is different, man. He, he genuinely thinks he's going to smoke everyone they put in there with him. Right. He, mm-hmm. he is regardless of the experience he has or his opponent's experience. He believes that he is levels above even Jake Paul. He, he thinks he's going to genuinely smoke Jake. Regardless yeah, but I, of I have to say one thing. I have to say one thing. Wait, I, I understand he says that. But it, but he kind of talks a lot of crap about Jake Paul, but is still saying he's not ready. So, you know, oh, that's kind of hard to I believe, with, you know? No, I, I agree with you, man. I, I've said from, from day one, you know, right now, you put it in a bubble, Jake yeah. beats him. That's oh, just what I, it is. You know, it is. It's just what I've right, so you don't think he's ready I've talked to him personally. I'm saying you no, don't think no, Cash is ready for Jake. Not at the moment. No, I don't. And, and not at the moment. And I think that it's going to, it's going to take a couple of, it's going to take far more experience. So I need these two fights that are coming up now and hopefully in the summer to be right. real tests for him. Right. So temper, we're going to see how that test plays out. And then the next, it, should he get through temper has got to be a real test to Tyron Woodley, possibly a Tommy Fury. I know those are big jumps, but you're going to have yes. to make them if it's going to be Jake next, you know, Agreed. Agreed. Um, but yeah, but, but that's what I think it is, man. I think right now he's just not ready. Wait, wait okay. uh, were you, more entertained than you than you expected uh, with these Zone the X series fights. I, I mean, the first one, me personally, you know, I'm here in my living room and my kids were watching it. We were actually entertained throughout that that broadcast. Yeah. So, w- were you surprised that you expect less? No, no. Anytime these higher level entertainers and influencers are involved. And it's something that I think that the normal boxing world is starting to see. They put everything behind it because they truly want to be the biggest entertainment show they can be. And, and sometimes the skill level isn't what you'd see from a, a pro boxing event, but the entertainment level, the organization, <laughs> most times, most times. Yeah. But the, the organization of the event and the, they're taking it as seriously as they possibly can. I knew this was going to be something big, especially with KSI involved. So yeah, I, I didn't expect any less. Uh, I've been in this scene for a couple of years now, but I will say I am pleasantly surprised at how seriously everyone's taking it. They're not taking it like a joke. The guys are actually training and they're getting ready. So uh, that's, that's been the big surprise for me that's one thing i respect about all of these youtubers you know they're taking it seriously and they're getting in and they're risking their lives like everybody else well who do you think the fans say is the best influencer uh boxer not excluding jake paul because i'm sure he doesn't even want to be called that anymore right 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 you put jake aside and it's a mixed bag you know there'll be ksi's fans who say ksi number one and to be fair him beating logan was a big deal when it happened but the game has moved on, right? He has been no fighting a couple of the guys that weren't on his level for the last one. Mm-hmm. So it, the gap is closing a bit. You could throw Aiden's out, uh, an Isan Gibb, you could throw his name out. You could throw Slim, your boy Slim. Him and I got to get in there and rumble it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you could throw in, you know, some up and comers like Salt Poppy, Josh Bruckner. They broke on this card as well. So yes. there's some names out there that you're going to see this weekend. They're going to go, oh, Maybe that's the next guy. You know, maybe that's the next superstar. Who do you think is the closest guy to be able to compete on a professional level in the boxing world? I mean, a guy that wasn't born into the sport, guy didn't grow up training, but took it up really late and it's part of this scene, but has a lot of talent. That's a tough one, man, because there's some guys that have just now started boxing as YouTubers that have been training since they were younger, like a guy like Salt Poppy. A very, very skilled cat. Yes. And I know he's been training in the Philippines for, you know, God knows how long. I heard he started boxing at nine or 10 years old. So mm-hmm. just because he's just now starting, people are starting to see it. But 
I would say either him as a pro, right? Dean the Great would be another one. Waleed Sharks would be another one. Those two guys are very, very good. And I think Waleed even has a little bit of an amateur background. But I will say, and again, it's going to take some roughening up of the or sharpening up of the edges. But Slim is a guy that's shown a great aptitude for this sport. I would say another one, again, at a lower level, he hasn't fought on the zone, but Logan Paul, should he get healthy and come back? Very athletic guy, big, strong, fast. He's a problem if you would take this as seriously as some of the other guys would take it. He's just yeah. in a dangerous weight class. <laughs> Logan Paul. I know, I know, but it, but here's another thing that Logan can do. He's a former wrestler. He yeah. can cut and get down to, to 85, possibly 77, 75. So it'd be interesting, but yeah, he's in a dangerous weight class where he sits. Right. Can, can you give me a, a influencer fantasy fight that you'd like to see? Oh man. Uh, the one that's on my mind, it's been on my mind for forever now. I want to see Slim and a Nissan Gib. That one is the one. And Gib hasn't fought on the zone. A lot of people that, that watch just Misfits may not know who he is, but he's another guy that Jake Paul beat. He fought him. Actually, that's right. No, he did fight on the zone. He beat exactly. Jake, Jake beat him on the zone. Paul beat him. Right. But he kind of went away from this scene as far as the zone, but he's starting to rack up wins outside of it. He's getting better and better. And he just had a great performance uh, last year. Him and Slim have been on this trajectory to face each other for a long time now. That could be a main event on Misfits coming soon. I would really like to see that one. You know, one thing that Barack and I have had to deal with over the last few years regarding this is the backlash from the hardcore boxing fans, right? Because we understand the business. We understand what they bring to the table. So we're caught in the middle a lot. How yeah. do you respond to, to those hardcore fans that maybe even attack you on social media or say, oh, oh yeah, this is not real boxing, yada, yada, yada. Like, what's your comeback? What's your, what's your first comeback line? I would just say, what's different about it to you? If it's the skill level, fair. But do you not start somewhere as a pro boxer? When you're in the gym and you're watching someone's first amateur bout and you go, ah, these guys are garbage. This is bull crap. Or is it because guys are taking up big headlines? Because let's be honest here. If these guys are taking up headline spots, main event spots, and let's say, for example, Jake and Gibb, Billy Joe Saunders was on that card. Devin Haney was on that card. They got more money, more exposure from that card by Jake and Gibb being on it than they would have standing alone and fighting guys that, let's be honest, the people that bought that card didn't know. Right. So uh, the complaints that you'll get are, oh, they're not the, they're not taking it as seriously. We'll, we'll prove that to me because they're taking six months out of their day and they're going and doing camp. Jake is taking it to a level that I've never seen as far as his training and the time he's put in because he can. He's got the money and, and everything else. So the hardcores will come out and say that these guys aren't real boxers and they're not trying to be. They're trying to be influencer boxers fighting in their scene. And if we happen to sprout one or two that come into the pro scene, mm-hmm. then we'll we'll see what it is. You know, we'll have that fight and we'll see. And, and that's probably what. Jake is, is trying to do. And that's kind of the only guy we have right now. But outside of that, they're in their own lane. They're promoting, they're doing their thing. I don't see any problem with it. Man, we got to right, bring absolutely. you away. I got to help you. You got to help me on my social media to respond to these people. Oh yeah. No, I, I mean, oh, yeah, man, I got you. what you said makes sense. They're in their own lane and guess what? The headlines and the spotlight is not promised to any man. Right. They built right. their own headlines. They built their own spotlight and they're not taking your belts, your status, your rankings, they're not taking anything from the boxing world. So this is just a form of entertainment that you get to like or dislike, just like wrestling, just like football, just like anything else. It's your choice to like or dislike. Nobody's going online saying, I can't stand this football. I like basketball. <laughs> exactly. I got a, I got a story for you guys real quick. Yeah. We were in London for Misfits number one. And Chris Eubank Jr. was on the uh, on the call. He, he was there doing some stuff behind the scenes, and he was on the actual live call. 
They filled that stadium up 20,000 before KSI ever walked for the first fight. And I watched Chris Eubank Jr., who's been in legendary fights, been in legendary venues, obviously, you know, legendary family, look up into the stands and go, oh my God, what the hell is this? (laughs) And you watched him after that fight. You watched him on social media now. What's he adopted a little bit of? He's adopted a little bit of this gamesmanship, the mind, you know what I'm saying, doing the stuff with, with Connor Ben and eating all the food. You've seen a little bit of that. And I think it's a benefit to those guys that can take from our seed, just like our guys are trying to learn from them. It's a give and take, man. I mean, that's yeah. yeah that, they, he, he has taken some of that bravado. And I think yeah. that because he was uh, in attendance and, and got to witness that firsthand, he's probably, he probably has a different perspective. You know, I guess a lot of these hardcore fight fans are watching from a screen and, and, and they're not really experiencing that world. So mm-hmm. people need to maybe go to the fights. <laughs> exactly. There you, there you go. I want to know something. Wait, have you had any YouTubers or influencers that reached out to you, maybe in a DM or whatever, or, or you know that reached out to, to the Misfits and wanted to be down that hasn't fought on the zone yet? Oh, man, there's been so many. I, to, for some guys, they don't want their name said yet because they're trying to get ready. But yeah, there's there's guys reaching out to me all the time and say, hey, can you get me in contact with, with Mams Taylor? Can you get me in contact with KSI and send me footage? And how does this look? And I'm ready to get in there. I mean, there's wow. some big names out there. There are guys like... All right, so Dave tell Ross. the truth. Did Ox send you his video? <laughs> oh, listen. Ox been sending send me this, bro. He, he's been behind no, me. Listen, Akimarok <laughs> needs to join you and Addy on the uh, broadcast, and then I'm going to yeah. get in the ring after Slim wins. I'm going to get inside go. the ring you go. and call him out, man. Now I got to lose too much weight, though. Man, I don't know if I can do it, bro. Yeah, I called I know, out Sam. Call Slim, I called bro. out Sam Hyde, but then Sam Hyde said some crazy stuff. Yeah. So wait, you think you think this is your year too to get in that ring? We'll see, man. We'll see. So I've been wanting to. Uh, I've been wanting to. It's the problem with me is some blood clot issues that I deal with the genetic stuff, but we'll see, you know, I, I, that's all I dealt with last year, but man, you know, the scene itself has been so good to me. And the best way I can give back right now is my voice Mm. and knowing what's coming down the line. I don't want to miss that. So I'm doing this. And then, you know, we talk about Jake and, and KSI in November, December. Maybe if I'm okay. if I'm feeling it up then, absolutely. Right, so, I'd be so down it's to not it's not off the table. It's not off the table. It's not off the table. It's it's like right there on the side. It's my side thing, you know. Well, well listen, look, we look forward to to seeing you on the call, and uh, we'll be tuned in for sure, man. Appreciate you guys. Take it easy. All right, take it easy, brother. Listen, Barack. I don't know about you, but I'll be watching the Zone X series this weekend. Me, I'm going to be watching Slim. I'm going to be dissecting him because I'm your coach. You know what I'm saying? I'm your manager. And um, I already think he'll put you to sleep, but I got to watch him. I got to watch him a little closely to figure out what round he's going to put you to sleep. Uh, let me, I, I'm, and I'm going to be studying it, man. Studying it. Got to get me some sparring partners that fight just like him. Uh, all right, listen. Right. Did listen. I tell you I saw him on a train? Did I tell you I saw him on a train? But he acted like he didn't see me, though. Yeah, you yeah, you did tell me that. You saw him on an F train, and he turned his head like, oh, wait a minute. Like, it was like the R train or something. I don't know what I was doing <laughs> in Brooklyn. But uh, back in Brooklyn, you know, saw him, and he kind of put his turned his head away. And I was like, what the heck? I was like, come on, my man. Well, listen, I'm looking forward to catching a fight. So, Maybe he uh, didn't recognize me, though. Enjoy your weekend, all right? It's enough. That's enough. Show's over, all right? Peace and love. We're out of here.